What makes you cry? Nothing. <laughs> Perfect answer. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome back for the 14th episode of Hey Beautiful, everybody. Woo-hoo. How's, woo-hoo, how's it going, Caitlin? It's going really great. Yeah, you happy to be over the first uh, yep. Victoria yep. hump? Glad it's over. <laughs> this is this is another stellar episode with Victoria. Uh, at least it's cut up with lots of Marshall. Exactly, that's awesome. the only thing that made this episode bearable for me. And Robin and Barney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. All Everyone th- else is is awesome, but even I found them a little unbearable this time around. I wanted to vomit. I had to yeah. like stop several times. <laughs> I still think they're perfect for each other, but we... Yeah, because they're both, like, disgusting. <laughs> sure. Like, sure. I felt I felt embarrassed thinking about them. Oh, my soulless best friend. <laughs> okay, so before we start, as usual, you can follow us and subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, you could leave a review or just a rating on iTunes as well to help other people find us. And also you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Hey Beautiful Pod. And this week we broke 200 followers on Twitter. <gasps> wow. Yeah. That's amazing. We've been, yeah, we were hovering there for a little while and then we, we finally broke the barrier. So thank you mm-hmm. to everybody who's uh, following and listening mm-hmm. everywhere. And uh, also you can send us a legendary moment via email at heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com. And if you don't know what a legendary moment is, it's your favorite moment from any episode. Um, So next week, we're going to be talking about Game Night, Mm -hmm. which is an epic episode. Epic episode. Like, wow. So if you have a favorite moment from Game Night, you can send (laughs) it to us as your legendary moment, and we'll read it out on the show. Or... Uh, play it if you send us a voice memo, like some of our buddies do, especially Miranda. Miranda, yeah. Good friends. Good, good. How I met your mother, friends. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get into zip, zip, zip. So this is season one, episode fourteen, zip, 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 and it first aired on February sixth, two thousand six. Pamela Freiman is the director, as always, and the writer is Brenda Shea. Lady writer back again. Uh, the other episode she wrote this season is The Slutty Pumpkin, another fantastic episode. So, And she'll be back again in the future. So we start off with Future Ted explaining that when you meet somebody special, suddenly they're all these firsts. And we see this nauseating flashback of Ted and Victoria. <laughs> God! Ugh. Ugh. There's no objective journalism here no, tonight, none. friends. None at all. And I, I, I had to pause it for a minute because it was just disgusting. Um, but then I was like, you know what? I got to get through this for the fans. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and so Peter Ted talks about the first kiss, the first night together, first weekend. And for him and Victoria, all of that happened within the first 48 hours. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Um, it's because they had... It was just serendipity, Caitlin. Yep, guess so. Meant to be. Wouldn't understand. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, so we're in the apartment in its present day, 2006, and Lily and Marshall are crowded around Ted's door, and they're, like, whispering back and forth, you know, they got to come out soon. It's Monday. Like, Marshall's <laughs> just so, like, it's Monday, you know? It's time to be an adult. Yeah. Let's go. And, you know, Lily's like, I wonder if they've been in there the whole time. And Marshall's eyes get wide. It's like, maybe they're mm-hmm. not even in there at all. And as soon as that <laughs> happens, the door comes out and they're, they'll say that they'll ignore it. And Marshall is very appreciative. And yeah, they like scatter like, yeah, like, like a cockamouse. <laughs> yeah. Like a cockamouse. And, you know, pret- you know, Marshall's in the kitchen, Lily's on the couch, like pretending, you know, business as usual. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, Ted and, Victoria have this like little back and forth where you know oh I wish I could stay man you have that thing and I have work and you know blah 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 and he's like I'll call you after and she's like I'll inappropriately text you during ha <laughs> ha cool uh, and they sounded like they've been together like a while yeah 
she's like, oh, you have that meeting. Like very familiar. Like she just know, yeah, like she just knows the rhythms of his life already. Yeah. Uh, um yeah <laughs> and um yeah. did you notice her outfit first of all she had on these like culottes and like boots Bitch, ankle boots i just almost stopped you to talk about the the freaking mm. sh- long shorts Ugh. it's like a formal short and then like an ankle <laughs> boot formal, so she's that's just a, like, like culottes right isn't that a culotte yeah a formal she's short like, she's just like mid shin is showing mm-hmm. which is just like mm-hmm. looks like a cankle that's all it is. It's just pure cankle. It's, it's so pure kinks. It's so bad. That I agree. I mean, I like another one of her outfits in this episode, but this was not doing it for me. Not at no, all. God, no. So bad. So, so bad. Luckily, that's the last we see of that outfit. <laughs> oh, but not her, unfortunately. <laughs> God, it's so salty. Anyway, so Marshall and Lily swarm Ted and. You know, Lily makes this great comment that it must smell like a monkey cage in there, which is so so disgusting. But everyone knows what that exactly what she's talking about. Oh, right? No, okay. Yeah, but it's just bad. (laughs) It's so bad. It's so descriptive. Yeah. And Marshall's like, good, good writing, Brenda. Yeah, nice job. (laughs) Marshall, you know, wants a number. He wants to know how many. Lily guessed eight, but he knows his boys got to double digits, and. Uh, Ted stuns them by saying, like, no time, no, none, zero. Like, they didn't do anything at all. And they're shocked, you know, and, and Ted's like, well, you know, we both uh, were in serious relationships before you know, we, or jumped into things too quickly and things didn't work out. So, you know, we really want to take it slow. And Marshall goes, her idea? And he's like, totally her idea. Of course it's Victoria's idea. She has all of these like grand ideas for how to sort of protect herself from things that she can't really control like who you meet at a wedding you know Hmm. rules for that and then you're kind of in a relationship and then there's rules for that so i'm not surprised that this was her idea she likes to manufacture things about as much as ted does that's a really good point you know like she kind of tries to manufacture moments which we'll see later on i get it but they're still perfect for each other Honestly, to some degree. I mean, they're too similar, but again, I'll talk about that later. I've got nothing to say, so I'll just sip my tea. <laughs> <laughs> so they decide that they're going to take it slow and they're not going to sleep with each other for a month. Oof. Yeah. And, you know, Ted seems like super gung ho about yeah, it. Yeah, like it's cool, like totally on board. I really like her. This if is this totally what, worth yeah, it. Yeah, this is what it takes, then I'm going to do it. This is exactly what I've been looking for. First of all, oh, you're such a fucking martyr not having sex for a month. Get over it. That was my first thought. For real. For real. Like, this whole first part of him, because then they cut to the bar, it's three weeks later, and he says, feels like my testicles, testicles mix pop rocks and soda. It's like, you're fine. Yeah. Like, come on. You, it's, it's called taking care of yourself. It, a, a, a drum solo, yeah. as, if you will. Exactly. So I don't want to hear it. Um, and then Marshall tries to jump in all macho and says, waiting a month for sex. I've never put up with that. <laughs> and Ted says, you've only had sex with one girl in your whole life. And Lily says, burn. She's so great. I know. I love that. That was so good. Um, and then, yeah. So Marshall just gets shot down trying to be one of the guys. Bless. He does. He, he tries once in a while just I to know. like be hip. I it's just always it. so sad. Yeah. Um, and of course, Barney has a disgusting comment, locked and loaded, and says, the only time you should wait a month for sex is if she's 17 years, 11 months old. And everyone is thoroughly disgusted. Yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, bad. And then uh, Robin comes in, and she says that she doesn't have to cover the cat show tomorrow night. And she's so like excited that she... about that, and that made me feel sad. Why? She's happy she doesn't have to cover the cat show. I thought it sounded fun. I'd be sad. Okay. Well, that's cat ladies. She's clearly a dog person. Oh, true. Right. And she wants to be a serious journalist. Like she gets this promotion to like, what was it? Temporary or backup weekend yeah. anchor. And she's still having to do freaking cat shows. Mm-hmm. I would be relieved too. All right. Uh, all right. Yeah. So you win this so one. She asks, Thanks friend. So she asks who wants to hang out. Ted can't because he's taking Victoria out for dinner. 
uh, clearly, you know, buttering her up. Um, and then Marshall and Lily, it's their nine year anniversary. So we're seeing like how she's very different from the couples mm-hmm. around and she seems kind of left out and bummed out that, you know, she's going to be all by herself. And Marshall and Lily are apparently going to the Berkshires yeah. for the maple syrup harvest. Which sounds amazing. You know, because who says sexual can't be sensible? I love that line. <laughs> it was so good. I, I've watched this episode so many times because I I can, like, I could probably recite the whole thing. But that was one of my favorite lines. Yeah. Uh, and then Robin says, well, I guess it's just you and me. And she's sitting across from Barney, but she's talking to her martini. So <laughs> the two single Pringles are going to have to figure something out. At the apartment. We see Lily and on the couch, and Marshall comes in, and he's like, all right, ready to go. And they're both describing the really fun activities <laughs> that they're in for. You know, waking up at 7 a.m., sharp, needlepoint <laughs> geese, conversations with middle-aged couples trying to stave off divorce. And, you know, Lily's like, well, we better get going. It's a four-hour drive. <laughs> and Marshall's like, and it's supposed to rain. And it's so clear that nobody in this, you know, uh, neither one of them want to go. They, right. And so Lily kind of looks at him. He's like, or we could just stay home. And Marshall's like, like, seriously? And they start talking about all the things they can do if they stay in. They're going to get Chinese mm-hmm. food. And it just sounds like such a better evening for them. And Heck yeah. as soon as Marshall confirms whether or not they're really bailing, he throws his bag to the side and says, good, because this thing is empty. <laughs> He was never going to go. No, he had no plans whatsoever to go. He just throws it aside. I love that they basically play chicken to see who's yeah. going to back out first. Yeah. I have absolutely done that. We done that. Oh, like yeah. New York, Hell remember? Yeah. Oh, my God. We're like, yeah, no, 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 we're not staying. <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, not happening. No, for sure. And, you know, there's just nothing better than bailing on plans with the love of your life. It just feels so good. Yeah. When you're, no, because it's like a sign that you guys are both on the same page, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we both think that sounds terrible. Let's stay home and do nothing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good times. Back at the bar later that night, Barney strolls up and is about to hit on somebody. And it turns out it's Robin for the third time. <laughs> Barney laments that he has to resort resort to the blind approach because Ted's too busy being in a, re- a lesbian relationship. <laughs> and this is a, a gag that continues, continues about Ted yeah. being a girl. And it kind of builds on it, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and Robin hits him with the knowledge that he could just look in the mirror behind the bar and check out with the girl. And Barney's very impressed with her wing woman savvy. <laughs> and then as they're talking, this woman yells to Robin across the bar and says, what's taking so long? And it's the exact line from the exact woman from the pilot who was out after having being dumped. So poor Robin, (laughs) when she's not hanging out with the gang, she's apparently hanging out with this miserable woman. Who's always getting dumped. Always getting dumped. I'm more surprised that anyone dates her to begin with. I know. Well, she she moves fast. True. As we see. She moves fast. Very impulsive lady. Some of the, some gentlemen enjoy that. And we kind of, I mean, it's the 14th episode. We haven't seen her friends since the first episode. So we kind of just assume that these are the people she hangs out with and there's right. nobody else. So it's cool to see that she still has friends outside the group and she hasn't fully become like one of the blob. Right. She's still her own person. Yeah. Yeah. She still has her, her own apartment. Mm-hmm. That's in, I think she's out in Brooklyn. So um, she's still kind of separate from the group. But. Right. This night changes things to some degree. As soon as Barney says that he wants Robin to be his bro for his broings on about town. I love all of those so words. Good. It's so good. It's really I mean, clever when single. you think about it. Yeah. Broings on. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, it makes, I mean, it's, it's exciting that yeah. they're going to hang out because they, well, we're going to find out they have a lot of things in common and, you know, we know that they both like to drink and... Um, she's a little more skeptical than Marshall and Lily and Ted, so it seems like they might have some good some good chemistry going on. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna turn down his offer though, but then she looks over and her friend has started making out with some random guy who's walked up in the twenty seconds and she <laughs> said, Get over here. So she's suddenly free for the night and I just love that she says, That seems healthy. Yeah. <laughs> she's like 
Yowza. <laughs> so it's Robin and Barney on the town. Mm-hmm. Cut to Ted and Victoria in a cab, and she's like, so, one more week. And Ted <sighs> pretends that, you know, he hasn't been keeping track, like it's not a big deal. And But she sees right through him, and he's like, oh, my God, the 18th can't get here soon enough. And she's mm-hmm. like, crap, I'm going to be out of town next week. And, you know, Ted, to his credit, tries to recover. And he's like, well, you know, we'll just wait till you get back because the point was not to rush. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like, good answer. And Victoria says, well, we could do it tonight. And Ted doesn't even hesitate and tells the cab driver 75th in Amsterdam. Yeah. And then this, like, bouncical wow-wow music comes yeah. on. It's very clear what's about to happen. Oh, yeah. And clearly Victoria was looking forward to it, too. Yeah. She kind of did what Marshall and Lily did now that I'm thinking of it. Oh, good point. You know, they're kind of like playing chicken about what are we going to do? Are we going to do it now? Are we going to do it later? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, we're doing it right now. Yeah. Just waiting to get like a hint from them one way or the other. Right. Yeah. Reading each other. Yeah. Um, And we find out that the apartment's intersection is 75th in Amsterdam. Mm Mm-hmm. The Upper West Side of New York City. Nice spot. Nice mm-hmm. spot. Um, and then we cut back to Marshall and Lily, same night, brushing their teeth in the bathroom, talking about how happy they are to just be home and not in some, you know, bed and breakfast in the Berkshires where they'd be obligated to have sex. For, you know, for $89 a night. Duh. Yeah, we're I doing they're it. They're definitely doing it. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> what was the point of sleeping at someone else's place? Like, yes, yeah. you could have just gone home. Exactly. Like, and $89 a night, I feel like that's so inexpensive. So it really is sexual and sensible. Yeah. 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 Top five. Yeah. <laughs> New York magazine. Romantic. Getaways on romantic. a budget. Getaways on a budget. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're just happy to be home, and Marshall cheers is with her with a. Some mouthwash mm-hmm. to an awesomely mellow anniversary, mm-hmm. which is just like the dream. They both look so cozy. I love Lily's little outfit. Yeah. That little flowery top. Yeah. She just looks cozy and nice. Uh, I read that her top she wore in um, The Duel. Just like this white and twall. The flowery one? I guess so, yeah. She wore oh, it in The Duel. Oh, it was underneath the blue um, blouse. You're so good. <laughs> Because she had, like, a long sleeve shirt. I'm going to go back and check that. Oh. I feel like I would remember that. Yeah. Like, speaking of which, the OK Awesome, that shiny shirt that Barney wears, yeah. that comes back. He wears that another time. Oh. Yeah. So I'll go back and check that, because sometimes Wikipedia is wrong. Isn't that what they told us in high school? <laughs> yeah, but we still all believe it. Oh, yeah. So... Just as they're enjoying their awesomely mellow anniversary in the bathroom, Ted and Victoria come crashing through the door, <laughs> making out and stripping each other. Oh. And, you know, I'm so glad your roommates are out of town. And they're just about to get buck wild in this apartment. Yep. I love Victoria's dress here. It's like black and gold. That's all right. You it, gotta give it's her a good the, dress. Fine. It's a fine. good fucking dress with the little lace boleros. It's so cute. Very 2006. Yeah, definitely. Boleros, like, were huge. 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 They make no one look good, though. They are not oh, they're a not flattering your cut. They're not a flattering cut. No. They make you look It boxy. cuts you all in the wrong places. Yeah, dude. I just found a couple that I had still no. in my closet when I moved. I'm I was st- like, Ooh. Oh, I'm still getting rid of them. Yeah. Like, ooh. Like, why are they making these half cardigans? What is this? Is it a Trash. hat? <laughs> a bandana? Like... Oh, it's just not a good look. Some some square of fabric with holes for arms. I don't know. Uh, so, great dress. <laughs> saucy dress. Marshall runs over and shuts the bathroom door. And he's so excited for Ted. Yeah. And Lily's like, uh, what are we going to do? We didn't go away. We are in the bathroom. And Marshall says, oh, we'll just hide in here until they move to the bedroom. Can't take that long. Yeah, sensible. Uh, famous last words. Mm-hmm. But also... This was a huge gamble because if I'm Victoria and I, or even Ted, and I didn't know I was going to be having sex and then I found out I was going to be having sex on the way to the apartment, I would be like, okay, first things first, going to the bathroom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got to freshen up. Make sure you actually go to the bathroom. Right. Maybe you like 
brush your teeth with a little toothpaste. Excellent. They just went out for a nice dinner. They could have garlic breath. Like, right. Are they that, that comfortable with each other that at that level? Apparently. I mean, I guess in the beginning it doesn't matter. You kiss each other with funky breath all the time. I guess. Now I'm, now I'm like, no. Chew some gum. Get up. Get up. <laughs> oh, Br- don't breathe out brush, brush, Brush them chompers. We got enough time for that. <laughs> Um, I guess, so, yeah. yeah. They're, like, too polite to say anything. Right, Like, but I feel like, or you just, just hormones you don't even notice, I feel like. That's this true. It's really funky. Ugh, I'm gonna puke. <laughs> Ugh. So, they, that was a risky move. I mean, if she had found them then, it wouldn't have been that bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the longer they waited, the, the worse it would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Lily doesn't want to hide out. But Marshall doesn't want to ruin the mood because Ted has been looking forward to this for three weeks. Ooh, a whole three weeks. Wow. Like you said, what a martyr. Yeah. But he has a great line here where he says, if this doesn't work out, then one of us is going to have to have sex with Ted. And it ain't going to be me. (laughs) I love that line. Someone's going to have sex with Ted. And I love how at the end of the scene, Lily's like, all right, well, might as well floss. (laughs) Yeah. YOLO. We cut to Robin walking into a cigar bar, um, but she is looking hot in that suit with Smoking. a low-cut Here for it. So good. That's a suit. That is a suit. And Yes, absolutely. And Barney turns around, and it's just perfect. He's like, you suited up. And oh. so Robin tells him that she's going to do it. She's going to do it right. So a girl. Nice job, Robin. Barney's going to order for Robin. And he says, Emilio, the woman will have, and she cuts him off. And she orders a Johnny Walker Blue, neat, and a Monte mm-hmm. Cristo number two. And mm-hmm. Barney's like, ah, the number two, the torpedo. And Robin interjects, and she's like, or as the rollers call it, it's like El Piramide. Thank you. And Barney is just like so thoroughly impressed. And oh, yeah. He's just like, what? And Robin explains that her dad was a huge cigar fanatic, and that was the only way to get his attention. So kind of interesting little tidbit of Robin, about Robin, because yeah. we still don't really know anything about her. Yep, she's a big old mystery. Yeah. And, you know, Barney's like, father issues, hot. And then <laughs> Robin says that she was this close to being a huge slut. And uh, Barney, you know, says that would have been better, but he'll settle for for bro, especially since Ted can't drink because he's pregnant because he's the girl. He's the girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to, like, spell it out. I love yeah. it. And Robin says, you know, Ted can't be pregnant because you have to have sex to get pregnant. And again, Barney's Ew. just, like, living for this and what yeah. up? And they do a freeze frame high five. And like, New high five alert. I love it. Yeah. It's and one they, of my favorite. And they advice. do it and they freeze as they slap hands. And I so just cute. really love the interaction. Yeah. The and also them. it's definitely I mean, we we've seen them bond in the past, like in the Cockamouse episode when they were both like skeptical about it. And right. There have been times where they've like sort of bonded because yeah, they aren't like the other guys in a lot of ways. They're not obsessed with being in a relationship. They're both kind of like lone wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, and here they're bonding over all that stuff and the cigars and the suits and the fact that they both are kind of pissed at Ted. Yeah. Even though they don't have a right to be, but they're both are kind of missing Ted and sort of jealous. Salty. And yeah, they're a little salty. You know, Robin has a relationship with Ted and we've seen her develop a friendship with, with Lily and now is another, like kind of cementing another friendship with someone else in the group. Yeah, Totally. Uh, so back at the apartment, Ugh. these two are off the leash. And this is exactly why you cannot date someone that's exactly like you. This is exactly why I hate Victoria. <laughs> because you just, if you date someone that's too much like you, you just end up, it just brings out the worst in both of you. Yeah. Like the two of them can't even like make out without talking about the fact that they're in a beautiful, perfect moment. If you're not gonna, like, you could, come on, you gotta do the quotes. When she says, this may be a perfect moment. It's like, is I it really a perfect moment? Forever. Is it a perfect moment if you're fucking talking through the moment about it being a moment? Because I don't think so. But to them it is. I guess. 
Because oh yeah, and then Ted, the beauty of a moment is is that it's fleeting. fleeting. It's like, dude, by its very nature, it slips through our fingers, making it Ugh. that much more precious. Yeah. So they have just like spiraled into their own bullshit, and it's so disgusting. I'm happy for them, but also, Jesus. So Lily's on the other side of the bathroom door, just rolling her eyes with Marshall and says, this is bad. That is high school literary magazine bad. (laughs) And Marshall says a line that like kind of gets lost in the laugh track. He just goes, they're not even high. I rewound and listened to that to make sure I heard it. I only heard, I only like noticed that was there recently. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, maybe in the last couple, like, two or three years when I watched this episode again. And I was like, oh, my God. Because that is some high shit they're saying It is. That's some high talk. For real. I'm going to just, like, I can't even. What? Uh, Nothing. Like, just the the next time we see them. Oh, okay. I'm already (laughs) laughing about it. Oh, okay. So, um... He says, yeah, we could have had sex three times by now. And Lily says, yeah, try five. And I love the high five yes. they do with her sitting. It's like the um, no look high five. The and they just yeah. know they just, she goes up around and her head ready. and they're right there for it. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things that they do. That's nine years, baby. Yeah. They can high five from anywhere on the planet. Exactly. They found each other in fucking Manhattan on New Year's Eve. Oh my God. That still gets me. They got the high five down pat. Mm-hmm. So. Marshall wants to give up waiting because it hasn't been that long. They could still come out um, to him. He thinks that they could come out and it wouldn't be bad. But Lily's like, no, that would be super weird. So we're going to stay in here. It's already Um, been 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So would you stay in or would you leave? You you know what I was thinking? I knew you would fucking stay in there. (laughs) Because you're an awkward motherfucker. Nailed it. You'd be like, oh my god, I've been in here. And now I've been in here. Even if it was like two minutes, you've been like, well, now, now I've been in here too long. This is my life now. This is where I live. I live here. <laughs> You're just like on the website to the like the post office, like changing your address. Like, yeah. this is my home. <laughs> this is who I am. I was yes. like, Caitlin would so do this. Like two minutes would pass. And you'd be like, they're going to think if I come out now that I'm like a creep and that I've been like peep a peeping tom basically yeah i probably would have jumped out the window like uh in okay yeah! awesome aha the third choice mm-hmm. that neither of them took even I though know. they both did that supposedly supposedly <laughs> <laughs> so oh. um what would i do i would come out like your dick can wait so yeah i would definitely i would definitely come out and be like oops sorry we're gonna go in our bedroom yeah. Yeah, so Lily's like, no, there's no way we're going out there. And so Marshall goes, okay, well, then I'm turning up the volume. And this is such a good part. You cut out out to the living room, and you see Ted and Victoria talking to each other. And then you just see Marshall's little head (laughs) come out of the crack of the bathroom door with, like, this foolish look on his face. And he's just like, what the fuck? As they're saying some really bullshit stuff. Like, I want to know you. Like know your soul ted what makes you cry i like can't like what you know kudos to them if people still say kudos but like good job Mm. for making me hate you so much because that's exactly what yeah you know what i mean that was the purpose like that's the point is that ted has found his his exact match in a woman and this is what happens like i said you spiral into your own bullshit and Oy vey, but back in the bathroom where everyone else is normal, <laughs> Lily says, please hold my hair because I'm going <laughs> to And it's clear that Same. the two of them, ha- they just have so much fun together in addition yeah. to being lavas. They're, they're best friends too. So. Mm-hmm. so we cut back to the cigar bar with Robin and Barney. And Robin asks, you know, what do you usually do with Ted after? And Barney just laughs because Ted's never been there. And I can't believe that. I know. And, you know, he tells her Robin has already flown higher and uh, faster than he ever did. And uh, he's like, still. Ted's at a low bar. I know. I, I guess, you know. Poor Barney. Poor Barney. And he's kind of like, still. And she's like, what? And he's like, no, brushes her off. <laughs> There's one other thing we could do if you're up for it. And then we cut to them 
playing laser tag, which, as oh. you know, is the fucking best. Yeah. And Robin's like, I had no idea laser tag still existed. And they're obviously having such a great time because, of course, Barney tells Robin to, you know, never underestimate a 12 year old. And but Robin cuts him off because she starts quickly firing at somebody. And uh, he goes, Trubatsky, you got to focus. And then he realizes that uh, Robin just saved his life. And she tells him, thank <laughs> you later. These little bastards are everywhere. Which is like true. When you play laser tag, like you become a different person. I just love that it's like this war scene yeah. between them mm-hmm. in the laser tag moments. It's so good. And it was so cute that he almost didn't want to tell her that he wanted to play laser tag. Like He like, didn't want oh, to get shot down. I know. I love Barney in this episode. But then he deemed her bro enough. Yep. So. <laughs> oh, Lord. So back at the apartment, Ted and Victoria are still savoring every second on the couch. You know, got to live in that moment, Caitlin. So fleeting. Soak it all up. Uh, everyone in the bathroom would like it to fleet a, yes, little, faster. a little faster. <laughs> and Lily's like, oh, I wish we were still like that. You know, she gets kind of nostalgic and she's like, we used to be like that. And Marshall's like, yeah, but, you know, it's a circle of life. We're not like that anymore. And right. he seems sort of content mm-hmm. that, that things have changed and sort of settled in. And um, Lily's not really. Not and that's yeah, so that's kind of a hint at some of her anxieties that start to build more quickly as this season goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of like, we're an old married couple, and that really, really bothers her. You know, she's now just in a bathroom. Like, yeah, now they're in a bathroom on their anniversary, and she's kind of just disappointed at how far they've strayed from being like Ted and Victoria. Yeah. And, um, and, Ted, and Marshall's like, it's not, we can't compare. It's like apples and oranges. This is our first time together. Well, he's like, yeah, but we could do, you know, we could have more romance. Right now, it's just want to do it. And I say, yeah. Like, and he's, and then he looks like, at her and he's like, you want to? You want to No, God. So she's worried that they're out of firsts, which is crazy. Yeah, there's, there's always. There's so much. I mean, they have, they're engaged. I mean, there's huge things ahead that they're going to do together that they don't even know yet. But I get it. Knowing what I know about Lily, I get why she's feeling this yeah way. and it makes me feel sad though i know because i love like thinking about being an old married couple yeah you know? and for our anniversary this year for our, like our wedding anniversary um we bought each other cards mm-hmm. and it was around the time that we were moving and we didn't write in them and i actually returned them to the store the next day <laughs> and we didn't even true love <laughs> like it was kind of like a marshall lily thing like oh i didn't write in yours did you write in mine no what should we do? Should we save them for next year? And I was like, let's just return them. <laughs> but we said we weren't allowed to look at what we picked out for the other one. So it was like, we ah. still will never know. Because what if we buy it next year? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You could. You know, you got a good one. So you just got to go find it. <laughs> yeah. It's out there somewhere. Uh, so Ted finally wants to take things to the bedroom. And Lily and Marshall's here. Yes. As Victoria <laughs> says, yes. And then his effing phone goes off. What are you doing? This guy's phone is like the worst thing mm-hmm. he ha- he owns because it always gets in the way. Yeah. And poor Lily's like, do her, do her now. I love. I just love. No, so, do her. So funny. And um, we don't know who calls. We just know that Ted says, sure, good luck with that. And that made me mad though because it clearly wasn't very in a, like a very important call. It was over in like three seconds and he was like, okay, whatever. Right, right. So why is so, there? Well, this was also the age when people still had their cell phone ringers on. Like, oh, that is that. weird. People I mean, actually had ringtones. I know. Liz has her stuff on vibrate, and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. So loud. I know. Ooh. Then he gets off the phone, and the mood has sort of cooled out again. So, which of course, why would you do that? Right. And Victoria wants more wine now, and Lily wants a drink too, and goes looking for cough syrup. Back at Laser Tag, it's like a full out war movie they're using hand <laughs> signals and suddenly realize that they're surrounded so robin decides she's gonna lay down some cover fire and you know let, let barney, barney go get away. Mm-hmm. but he's adamant they stay together no man left behind don't be a hero shabatsky <laughs> so they come to this agreement and they kind of nod and then they start slow-mo running only to get nailed by the kids and then they just stop they're like want to get a soft pretzel 
Yeah. And then it's like just laser right. tag again. Yeah, it's just like, all right, no big deal. Who cares? So good. I know. I love that. I love them so much. Me they're too. so good together. Mm-hmm. As friends. As friends. Yeah. As friends, they're great. So Lily is still having some issues with the fact that they're this boring old couple and they're not even married yet. And they used to stare into each other's eyes forever. And Marshall's like, okay, let's do it again. <laughs> that always works out. We yeah. have to like force force it <laughs> right then it's like a staring contest yeah it's just awkward so they try to do it again it lasts all 15 seconds and you know lily has a clear brain for a second so then she's like oh did you remember to pick up the dry cleaning because they're a real couple and they have real things to talk to right. each other about like ted and victoria met three weeks ago they don't know anything about each other they don't share a life together like and i think this is like a very common issue with people in long-term monogamous relationships, they have really lofty standards and expectations for how much like passionate fire is supposed to be in the relationship forever. You know, they think that like the passion is supposed to match those first Mm. couple weeks forever. And humans don't work like that. I'm all about the slow burn. You know what I mean? Like it's that sort of gets like dampened down mm-hmm. but it gets replaced with like actually knowing each other yeah way better things inside jokes and sharing a life and all this other stuff and it's like it's not sustainable what no. what lily's talking about and i understand that she misses it and she can ask for things but things are just bound to mellow out as you as you get further into a relationship and the flame kind of comes and goes mm-hmm. and you do have to work at it but you can't be disappointed that things aren't like the when you met I mean, they were 18. Yeah. I I like where I am now. Like, I like that comfortableness where I, like, I can go to a brand new restaurant and I'll know what Chris is going to order or, you know, yeah. just like that comfort. I, I prefer that over newness. Well, also, yeah. I don't like change. I don't like unexpected things. So clearly, <laughs> right. I yeah. prefer comfortable knowing what's going to happen kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So then they try holding hands and which is weird. Right. They're holding hands sitting on the bathroom, <laughs> like sitting on the bathtub and Mar- you know, this is really nice. And Marshall slowly puts his arm around her and goes for the boob grab, <laughs> which apparently is a classic Marshall. Love it. I guess that's the name of the move. Mm-hmm. And Lily's still disappointed. She's like, we suck at this now. and We really need to get out of here. She's kind of freaking out. Yeah, she's like starting to flip. And then we find out that she really needs to pee. <gasps> Cue the dramatic music. Da, da, da. So apparently they've gone nine years without peeing in front of each other. Mm-hmm. And again, we get to see Jason Siegel doing his best melodramatic stuff. <laughs> when he just says, you always, think- thought, you always think there'd be more time. <laughs> oh, I love that. Like when he's hell of a woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The limo. The limo, yeah. So Lily has to pee, but she's also very conflicted because she might pee on the flame of their romance and put it out entirely. (laughs) What a what a visual. Yeah, thanks, Lil. Yeah, thank you. Uh, And Marshall asks how long she can hold it. And then Lily confesses that she drank a big gulp of Mountain Dew. Oh yeah. During their quantum leap marathon, which was like an adorable sneak peek into like how they spent their anniversary night. I know. I loved it. And Marshall's just like, because he knows her so well, he mm-hmm. knows that's bad news because she has that tiny bladder. Yeah. You know? And uh, at the, now we're back at McLaren's and Robbie, Robin and Barney are, just, you know, kind of talking about their night and how much fun they had, you know, playing laser tag. It really brought Robin back. It reminded her of Battleship, which, you know, she's never lost a game. <laughs> and uh, Barney says that he never lost a game when they both admit that, of course, they always cheated. And uh, Robin suggests... Naturally. Yeah, of course, as you do. And Robin suggests they should have a cheater's grudge match. You know what this is like? I'm just realizing, like, there's another parallel. Like, Ted and Victoria are, like, the same person in a oh, male yeah. and female body. And, like, Robin and Barney are kind of like that, too. Like, they're extremely... We're finding out just how similar they are in this episode. Yeah, but I Barney and Robin are way more palatable for me. Well, duh. Because, <laughs> I mean, the, the part of Victoria that's like Ted is the part of Ted the that's like, part. oof, tough to deal with. Yeah. So Robin mentions that she might still, but then she cuts herself off, and she's like, how do you acquire it by the jukebox? 
mm-hmm. and Barney commends her, says, good eye, Sherbatsky, and then he points out he's got someone for her, and Robin <laughs> looks, and it's this woman with a very short haircut. <laughs> in a like, blouse. In a blouse, a shiny blue blouse. Blue and shirt, two o'clock. I die every time. <laughs> so good. It is good. And uh, Robin's like, that's a woman. And he goes, my mistake. Or was it? Love, just classic, sleazy yeah. Barney. Um, and it's far from the last time that Robin will be called a lesbian by oh. her friends. <laughs> oh, true. Very true. Got some good ones. Ahead. Yes, I can't wait. So Barney starts to walk over to the girl and Robin stops him and says, you know, well, hold on. I got this. And she walks over to the to the girl. And she's like, oh, my God, I love your jeans. And the girl's like, all right, if this is a lesbian bar, there's a girl in the blue shirt who's the same uh, woman that Barney pointed out. She's like, no, 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 no. Totally all about the dudes. But Pickens are slim, except for that hottie in the suit. And she basically, like, seals the deal for Barney by tapping into the power of female competition. Because yep. she tells her that it's too bad because she's going to go home with him. And the girl's like, oh, yeah, like, let's say about this. And so she walks over. You know what I just also realized? I'm having, like, all these revelations about this episode. What? A later episode about Robin, her catch, her kind of catchphrase of her life is, I got this. I think this is the first time we hear her say that. Oh. There's an episode where um, she kind of feels bad about being really self-sufficient. Yeah. And that she she's always like, I got this, and, like, not letting guys do things for her. Right. So I just realized that this is the first time she says that, so. Yeah. Interesting. She's- you're so she's good at this. She's a consistent lady. Back on the couch, Jesus Christ, they're still making out. Oh, my mouth Lily, would be sore. Yeah, Lily is still trying to hold it in, trying to keep the mystery alive. And Marshall reminds her, you have farted in front of me. And she said, yeah, but I always cover it with a cough. And he looks at her with this, like, approving smile and just says, you always do. I love that look he gives her. They're just so freaking sweet I with know, each other. I love it. I love, I love it. it. So good. So good. Back at the bar, Barney walks up to Robin and is like, hey, you know, let's let's get out of here. And Robin's kind of confused, but Barney's all nonchalant. It's like, no big deal. You know, sometimes I like to do a little catch and release. But Robin presses him and, and he looks at her and he's like, leave no man behind. Either we all score or no one scores. It's just like laser tag. Yeah. So just, you know, I love that. But this, and you also were like, we're seeing Barney kind of be just a normal guy. Yeah, like a really like caring, genuine person. Yeah, like a good guy. Good guy, Greg. Good guy, Greg. So she's like, all right, hey, you want to go play Battleship? So they decide to go to her apartment to play. And before Robin walks out, she makes eye contact (laughs) with the woman and does like a head nod, like, huh, how about that? Yeah. Oh my god, I die every time. Like, yes, fuck you, girl. Yeah, because like even though she knows that nothing's gonna, well, she thinks nothing's gonna happen with right. Barney. She's a very competitive person. Clearly, we've learned that from the cheating at Battleship and now Laser Tag that mm-hmm. she and she and Barney are on that same wavelength. Oh my lord, the making out is. I mean, my oh. jaw would have fallen out of my head at this point. Dear God, like they're like this- eight. They're like 18 years old again, or 16, um, and then it's going to happen, they're going to bang, and Victoria says there's no time to move to the bedroom. I lost my mind. Right? Lily still hasn't peed, and Marshall's outraged. Yeah. Says they, they have time to suck on each other's fingers for an hour, but they can't take four steps to the bedroom. Come on. So Go bad. fly a fucking kite. Are you, yeah. Like I, come on. Trash. And you really want to have sex, like, on a couch or the living room floor or oh. some other uncomfortable place? No freaking way. Yeah, there's no time. And that, like, I think what I hate the most about Victoria is, like, the <laughs> drama. Like, so dramatic. Yes. Everything yeah. has to be, like, big and grand. It's like, if you if you work out at the gym, but you don't write about it on Facebook, did you really do it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yep. if she doesn't. If she's not, like, so grandiose or whatever, mm-hmm. these grand romantic gestures that Ted is so fond of, like, did it really happen? You know? Did it really happen? Yeah. Like, there's no time. Unless there's so much drama, like, it's just not worth yeah. it. I hate it. I hate that. I yeah, just... they're, like, they're still, like, manufacturing moments together. Yeah, you're right. Um, and so Lily has this grave look on her face, and she just says, it's time. <laughs> 
And Marshall says, I know. And she says, I love you. Like she's about to die or something. And she starts untying her pants. And in the blooper reel, I don't know if you've seen the blooper reel from this season. One, they did one take where she like slowly unties her pants, turns around, and then like basically looks like she's about to pee standing up over the toilet. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. If you can, you can probably find the season one bloopers on YouTube. They're really good. Back at Robin's apartment, Robin tells Barney that she had a really good time growing out, and Barney tells her she was a better Ted than Ted. No, what and a compliment! Con- right, and consider herself invited to Marshall's bachelor party, and she doesn't even have to come out of the cake. It's that so ever cute. really happened in real life? Like, do people purchase giant cakes for women to jump or men, to people to jump out? I of? don't know if it was just a TV thing or, yeah. I mean, it probably happened at very elaborate bachelor parties. Like, how much does it cost? Is the cake edible? Is it just like a box? Yeah, like, I think it's just a it? box. I think it's just That's a box. That's not as exciting. No, it's not a giant cake, Caitlin. I'm sorry. <sighs> One thing I did notice is Robin has a massive French dictionary on her desk. Oh, really? Because she's Canadian. Probably. I'm like, oh, does Robin speak French? She does speak a little bit of French at at one point, but Mm. it doesn't sound great. Robin asks if he's ready for some hardcore battleship. Mm -hmm. And she goes to, you know, get the game, put the dogs away. And uh, Barney starts taking off his belt and undoing his pants. It's like, hardcore, that's the only way I play. Oh, Barney. And this is right after... Robin had like a very kind of sweet moment with him where she yeah. says, thanks for sticking around. And it just seemed like she's probably feeling kind of lonely and bummed about Ted and Victoria. Yeah. And so she comes back and she sees Barney without pants and an unbuttoned shirt. And Robin's like, He's like gingerly laying his pants yeah. over the side of the couch. I love it. So they don't get creased. Yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's birthday suiting up. And Barty's confused, and he's like, "I'm sorry. Did you did you want to undress me?" And yeah. also, uh, men do not ever fucking do this to women. No, do not get naked in front of women. We will talk a lot more about yes, that we later. But do not do this because this is this is a prequel to some other naked man stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. Barney's like, "Come on, you've been." you know, throwing yourself at me all night. And Robin is incredulous. She's like, I did the opposite. I threw some other girl at you. Yeah. And Barney's like, you invited me up for some battleship. Isn't that some internationally known sign for sex? Fucking <laughs> men always misinterpreting everything. Oh, Barney thinks everything is a, a, a like a prelude to sex. <sighs> Fucking Barney. Yeah, so Barney starts to get dressed and tells her that she sunk his battleship. Good. Good. Well, back in the bathroom, Lily is tying up her little sweatpants and the deed is clearly done. And she just says, I feel okay. I feel the same. How about you? And you don't see Marshall anywhere. And then he like whips back the curtain. (laughs) So he like gave her some privacy behind the curtain, which is cute. And he says, I feel the same, yet strangely different. (laughs) You're so good. And she says, I'm happy for my bladder, yet sad for us. So Lily is just so sweet in this episode. It's a sad little Lily. I know. Um, He says, well, you know, now at least we can stay here as long as it takes. And I guess our relationship had to take a hit so a new one could blossom. Oh, what a silver lining. Take a hit like Battleship. (gasps) Oh. I'm on it tonight. You are. Look at you. But then she accidentally flushes the toilet. Oh, shit. I've definitely done that when I, like, wasn't supposed to. Like, when yeah. the power went out, I'm like, God damn it. Yes. Um, so, the jig is up. They walk the out. Blown. Yeah, so might as well head out to admit where they've been the whole time. and For hours. The living room is empty. What that was fast. Yeah. How much did she pee? Like, did know. they figure it out? Like, I'm trying to think of why they mm-hmm. moved so fast out of that room. Like, turned all the lights on. Maybe um, she realized it wasn't sensible. Yeah. Or yeah. sexual. It's not neither <laughs> couch sex, neither sexual nor sensible. <laughs> good call, Victoria. Yeah. Uh, so they head out to the bathroom and then Marshall says, good, because I got to take a whiz. Rude. Rude. Uh, Left his wife mm-hmm. or his bride out to out to dry. Back at Robin's, 
she's you know still just like so out of her mind like you mm-hmm. and me like if you even thought about it for one second and barney's like i have you know and you know we have a lot in common we don't want to get married they want to keep things casual and fun and they get along really well which is they're all valid points yeah logic is easy when you don't have a conscience <laughs> exactly. straight up yeah doesn't matter that ted is is slash was in love with you yeah no big deal yeah, like we want the same thing, so. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, but what about Ted? Uh, Robin asks, and uh, <clears throat> we cut back to when they're playing laser tag, and we see Barney on the phone, and we learn that he's the one that called Ted. Mm-hmm. And, A little play with time. Yes, I love that, mm-hmm. and you know, more revealing of the story, and. Barney does this like speed talk thing that reminds me of when you're watching a commercial for medication and they list the scary <laughs> side effects or yeah. some sort of like law firm or yeah. whatever. And really, he's just trying to get it all out before Robin comes over. Exactly. <laughs> and he's, you know, basically says that now that you're with Victoria and things are going well, he assumes that, you know, any other girl that you could have been interested in, including Robin is now like fair game. And he mm-hmm. takes his silence as a yes. And, uh, you know, he, Ted says, like, you know, like, good luck with that. Good yeah. luck with that. And uh, Robin's kind of upset. You know, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. got Ted's permission and Ted didn't care, gave him, you know, a blessing, you know. And yeah. that just really upsets her because he didn't care at all. Yeah. And then a little, little light bulb goes off over Barney's head. He's like, oh, you like Ted. You like Ted. And Robin's trying to play it off like, no, no. And he's like, this is huge. And yeah. Robin tries to explain herself. And he's like, whatever. Are we going to play Battleship or what? <laughs> and so they start to play. And Robin gets, you know, sort of quiet. And she says, you're not going to tell him, are you? So sweet. So sweet. And Barney says, come on. No, that's the bro code. A bro doesn't tell a mutual bro that a third bro has a crush on him. Just like the the third bro doesn't tell the mutual bro that the original bro went bare pickle in front of her. It's quid pro quo. Quid pro bro, was it? Yes, quid pro bro. I can't say it. Quid pro bro. Thank you. Is this the first mention of the bro code? I think so. I don't remember hearing it at all any other time in his blog post. And it defines all of these words it's a vocabulary lesson oh my god um, you know it talks about broing out it's like a girl's night out or bromosexual a bro who's also a chick and therefore bangable a broner is <laughs> over excitement for broing out <clears throat> so a, an example given was ricky popped a broner when his friend rented out the local laser tag arena for his birthday oh my god but there's like broatia broder cycle a motorcycle accommodating two or more gentlemen on the bro. Oh, and it has a really good, like mid 90, like windows 95 clip art of a pink motorcycle with a sidecar. Love it. Yeah. It's pretty good. So there's a vocabulary lesson on Barney's blog. If you'd like to check it out and check it out, expand your vocabulary back at the, at the apartment, Marshall and Lily are sitting on the couch. Lily looks devastated that this happened and Marshall tries to comfort her by saying we still got the deuce <laughs> and that's another good moment from the bloopers if you watch them oh they had him do some, watch it now. yeah they had him do some takes where he was like look like he was pushing out of poop so <laughs> yeah yeah it's good um so that's all I see when I watch when I watch that oh, scene nice. <clears throat> great but he reminds her that it was a first and she gets excited and feels better and she says we Yay. still have firsts and Duh, you know, you got all this big adult stuff coming that's going to be first. Yeah, so. like their like wedding anniversary yeah. and like oh, buying a home. Like there's so yeah, many big grown stuff. up first coming. Yeah, like it baffles yeah. me that she right. doesn't understand that. Yeah. Um, so he says he actually feels closer and then he's, they both start making fun of Ted and Victoria, which is so great. It's so good. This moment. It's fleeting. Oh, and he does the same thing with his hand. Yes, because it's being chased by another moment. She says, I'll just grab my boob already. So she seems like she's happy to be Marshall and Lily and not Ted and Victoria again. And then out comes Ted 
maybe 20 minutes later, right? Like, how long has he been in there? Not that long. No, not that long. And she says, oh, God, get a room. And the end. So what'd you think of Zip, Zip, Zip? I like this episode, and I didn't like this episode. It was so nauseating to watch Ted and Victoria, but the mm-hmm. bright side was that Marshall and Lily were making fun of them. So we got to see a lot of Marshall and Lily, and they were making fun of Ted and Victoria, which I love. And I love yeah. Barney and Robin together, too. Well, just imagine how sickening this episode would have been without the commentary from Marshall and Lily the whole episode. I would episode. have quit the podcast. You know, they kind of they kind of had to do that. Like, they've done that in the past where they sort of break up really, mm-hmm. like, tender, sweet moments with humor. Yeah. And so Marshall and Lily kind of had to get trapped in the bathroom for us to be able to get through the two of them having sex for the first time. Oh, God. Because sweet baby Jesus. Ooh. This is another multi-story episode, which are always my favorite when they mm-hmm. have like a bunch of different plots going on. Like, like okay, awesome. Um, yeah. Every, like everyone's everyone's doing something. Everyone's making a move. So like we learn. Everyone has like their own storyline. Yeah. So we, we learn a lot about different people's first. We have first sexy times for Ted and Victoria. We got the first peeing in front of each other for Marshall and Lily. We see... <laughs> Yeah, and then we have Barney and Robin in their first growing out session. And we also learn all kinds of stuff about Robin. Yeah. You know, you know, we see we see more into her life and their friendship starting to grow and her personality more. I mean, up until this point it's just been like her through the lens of Ted and right. what Ted wants and what she wants like in regards to Ted, but now she's just being a person. Right. On our own, so that's really cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so before we do our legendary moments, we have one legendary moment tonight, and that is from Miranda. Oh, Miranda. Hi, ladies, it's Miranda. I just finished watching Zip, Zip, Zip. My favorite legendary moments are pretty much all of Robin and Barney's scenes together. They are hilarious together. I could see where they are going with this, with their relationship as friends and I can see the respect that Barney actually has for her when he calls her a bro a lot I had a lot of people that I talked to about this and they're like well that's kind of disrespectful I mean she's a lady he sees her as a bro and that's a sign of respect for him so my favorite legendary moment with them is when he's sitting on her couch and they're talking about the bro code and he says you know if you don't tell Ted I won't tell Ted pretty much And the whole bear pickle thing makes me giggle to no end. This episode was okay. And I like the interactions between the two of them. And that's pretty much it. I hope you guys have a good day. Talk to you later. Bye. Miranda, you're so great. Thank you so much. Yeah. um, I also agree that he's, uh, Barney is showing like his utmost respect Mm -hmm. by referring to her as a bro. It's definitely not, it's not, something it's not some sort of disrespectful thing right i agree but i think it's really cute that miranda knows very polite people that get offended by some a woman being called a bro because she's a lady (laughs) i don't have people like that in my life (laughs) no that was adorable though i love that thank you miranda as always yeah that's a good one yeah Mm -hmm. marshall i mean barney and robin were an excellent part of this episode they definitely were, you know, two of the people that helped save it from being just sickly sweet. Ugh. Yeah, because that would have been unbearable without them. Definitely. What's, uh, what's your legendary moment? When I first watched the episode, it was something different. And then when I rewatched it and caught the line of, they're not even high, that one for me, hands down. It's a good one. It is. I love those kind of like little offhand remarks that mm-hmm. like... You know, you might, you, you might mi- yeah, you might not catch, but the scene is still hilarious. But that, that line just like elevated it to me. And I like, if I had been drinking something, I would have spit it out. Yeah. You know, uh, that was me. Yeah. That was me. My, um, my legendary moment is when they're at the bar and Robin points out a girl and then Robin says, I got one for you. Uh, Barney says, I got one for you. Two o'clock blue shirt. <laughs> it's like, it's a lesbian. Uh, I don't know why it gets me, but it gets me every single time. Because it's good. It's a good yeah. one. That's and why. I feel like you got good res- taste. And her response to that when she's like, let's focus on you. I was like, is Robin a little bit gay? Maybe. 
I was always wondering that at that point. The other one is that last scene of Marshall and Lily just making fun of Ted and Victoria oh, on the couch. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I hope they I gave him shit about soul. it the next day. Oh, they had to. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, as you may know or may not know, we post new recaps of How I Met Your Mother every single Thursday. So be sure to subscribe to us either on iTunes or SoundCloud. Give us a, a like or a thumbs up on SoundCloud or a review or a rating on iTunes if you feel like it, because that helps other people like you find us. Mm-hmm. If you want to send us a legendary moment like Miranda did this episode, uh, you can email us uh, either a voice memo or just an email. Yeah, at hey, email. Yeah, we love email at heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter and Facebook at heybeautifulpod. We hope you'll come back next episode. Because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gordon and Caitlin Turner. Our intro-outro music is by Owl All. I like my eyelashes as black as my heart and as long as the list of people I want to punch in the face.